Hi, welcome to another episode of the Visual Storytelling Today podcast. The show is designed for you, the marketer or entrepreneur, who may be looking for more effective ways to connect better with audiences through the exciting world of visual storytelling. We will introduce you to inspiring experts from diverse industries that bring fresh perspectives on how to capture attention, build trust, emotional empathy, and last but not least, drive business results. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Shlomi Ron. I'm the CEO at the Visual Storytelling Institute. Uh, we are based here in sunny Miami. Welcome to another episode of the Visual Storytelling Today show. Today, I'd like to start with a simple question. What do you get when you mix together storytelling and geography? Well, I've recently come across Built Story. It's a new mobile app that's doing just that. So just imagine you can create self-guided tours where each stop is in essence a chapter of a longer story you're telling about your town or other places you're visiting. So not only that, and that's the, the cool part about it, is that the app allows you to sell your tours and getting other people to appreciate the stories behind your favorite places and other places you're planning to go. So how cool is that? So especially these days as we entering the reopening period during this summer, I figure this is a great topic and a great opportunity to use a, to tell a visual story, especially after our two months plus of long lockdown. So with this in mind, I'd like to introduce you to Brian Alonzo. He's the co-founder of Build Story, and he's going to tell us more about this unique visual storytelling approach. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you, Shlomi. Thank you for having me. Really happy to be here. No, that's great. Yeah, I know we met through a, a mutual, actually a client, uh, Avenue 3 Miami down here, and it's actually also testing uh, this exciting platform. So I, I thought this is a fantastic opportunity to share this uh, with our listeners and viewers. And before we dive right in, maybe you can tell us a little bit about, you know, you know your most emotional moment uh, that got you to start to build story. Yeah, so um, I accidentally got involved in historic preservation um, in mm -hmm. Miami. Um, I am born and raised also in Miami. Yep. Um, and my family was very fortunate to um, have owned a historic building in downtown Miami. Yep. Um, it was the, we've heard of many ways, the second or third largest Walgreens ever built. Oh, wow. Um, and it was built by Charles Walgreens himself. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, his grandson came into our store about 15 years ago and told us all of his memories of the building. And it was a really cool experience to own a slice of history, but also wow. to have and acquire all the stories that were involved um, with that one building and all the layers um, that had to do with it. Um, and so it was a, a fantastic experience for me to to do that. Now, uh, we parted ways with the building uh, more recently, um, mm -hmm. and the building was in need of a rehab, and it really went to a great new um, property owner um, who was able to do what the building needed to have done to it. And right. so, um, so, in a sense, I lost some of that connection, and really came to me as, if this is just my one building, how many other stories are out there and how do we collect and keep those stories in a sustainable way right. to keep them going um and also along the way too i because of my interest in the building interest in in the history of miami 
I got involved with Dade Heritage Trust, the largest historic preservation group um, in, in mm -hmm. Miami-Dade County. Yep. Um, and um, I'm a past president of it and really enjoyed getting to see and learn so much about the city, a city that I grew up in and really thought that I knew most of what there was to know about it and right. realized that I only I, I knew a fraction of it. And then getting access to that information was hard where I could sit in a, in a meeting and somebody would tell me a story and really get to know, get to hear that story from that person. But if I wasn't in that meeting with that person, I never would have known that. Right. Um, and you have History Miami and you have other, um, other organizations out there that do a, a decent job of collecting this stuff. Um, but really, my I tried to get my mind around how do we make these stories available to everybody um, in a sustainable, easy to use way. And today's way is technology. Um, yep. And so we it's actually say, it's come to think of it, it's actually crowd storytelling because you're actually using the crowds to cr create stories and share them. Exactly, exactly. And part of it is not my, st my, not my stories, but the, it's everybody else's stories and collecting them together. Exactly. So, so what we did was um, we touring, touring and going from location to location to location mm -hmm. um, really is the best way to get to know a city and best way to get a, a, a story out. Um, and so what we did was using um, technology that we were able to develop is we started making um, tours. Um, however, going along with what you were saying is we don't create any of the content for these tours. Mm -hmm. um, that is for other people. That is right. for the storytellers to have. And what we are is we realize that our best asset could be to develop the technology to allow people to tell these stories right. in a digital way. Yeah, no, this is so cool. Yeah, I especially liked, you know, when you, you, you've got the idea by, well, you still had the, the business in that building, people come to you and ask you about what is the, some of the stories of that uh, historical building. And that's kind of initiated your idea for the power of story and why it's important to preserve these uh, precious stories. So, no, this is awesome. So let me ask you something I ask all my guests. Uh, how do you define, how do you define visual storytelling? So to me, um, in, in my narrow scope here of what we're doing, um, yep. but also more broadly to me, visual storytelling is a connection between people and place. Mm -hmm. And I'm always been a visual learner. Um, when a teacher could sit up in front of a class and yeah. give a lecture, it's all audio, but as yeah. soon as they start drawing a diagram on the, on the wall, everything made more sense to me. And that memory to me was, was 10 times more impactful if I saw it than if I listened to it. Yeah. And, and so to me, visual storytelling is about the association of a visual object to the story behind it. And so if we can, like my app does, is takes you to a specific place where a story happened and you can be there and have the visual stimulation around you connected to the story being told to you at the same time, that memory and that emotional connection is 10 times stronger than just reading it in a book um, or, or perhaps even watching on TV 
It's being there, immersing yourself in it and connecting yourself um, to it. And so to me, that's what visual storytelling is. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, from this uh, perspective, we know that stories have a tremendous power to really transport people to places, locations. And so I would argue that uh, what you've built is uh, some sort of a time machine that allows people to, <laughs> to ex re-experience stories of other people's, you know, so what they saw through their stories and visuals and images and videos that you're going to show us uh, uh, later. So this is so cool. So the other part that I really liked about uh, this platform is that uh, we typically think about tour guides as uh, really going through the traditional historical aspect of a place and uh, more kind of a tourism uh, perspective. But I really liked your vision that uh, your pr purpose is really to allow tour creators to use physical location to trigger personal fantasy storytelling. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, so as we started um definitely when people think of a tour um and walking around your, your city square and you got a tour guide taking you around most frequently it's it's either architecture tours or historical tours yeah um and that is and that's really what it, it it started with um and that's really you know based on my history and and the genesis of where this happened you know it was playing in that in that arena but we realized once we made this infrastructure in this digital environment where you can go to one point, tell a story, go to another point, tell a story, go to another point, tell a story. We realize that there's so much more than just history and architecture, um, that there's cultural, yep. there's art in public places, um, there's food, um, and, and food definitely tells a big story, um, and what it is that inspired a chef to do that and what is that emotional connection yep. between you and the food and getting that interpretation through um through storytelling um and then you can even do fictional storytelling and have a fantasy um or ghost tours or um all of this storytelling really opened up as soon as you the way that you uh, you very appropriately describe it is doing storytelling with geography realizing that it really opens up all these doors. So it's not just um, history or architecture. Right. Um, and it's not just touring, it's storytelling. Um, exactly. and, and, and that's what our, the name of our app is, our, is Built Story. Um, built meaning the built environment and storytelling and, and putting them together into um, a, a really interesting narrative. So since our audience is comprised of uh, visual storytellers, marketers, entrepreneurs, uh, maybe just to kind of uh, bring to life uh, what you're just telling us, how you can really transform each stop into a, a chapter in an overarching story that represent a tour. Maybe you can share a few examples uh, of a tour that actually demonstrate that. Sure. So just to uh, tell you some of the details of how the app works. Sure. Um, is it's a connection of stops mm -hmm. um, that, that will tell the story. Um, and in between the stops, there's directions. Um, and it's all done. We built it all on Google Maps um, using Google Places and Google Directions. So all of that is that very familiar environment that you're in when you're doing GPS directions in your car. Yep. Um, and so, um, so what we did at each stop, um, we made, um, the story to be able to be told using four methods. 
um, which is um, pictures, text, um, audio files, or video files. And it can be any one of those four, or it could be all four of those. That's um, so cool. It, it could be whatever the storyteller thinks he needs to be able to tell the story um, and to sufficiently tell the story. So, um, you know, if it's a historic photo of a, a particular event that happened mm -hmm. at that current location where I'm standing right now, yep. you know, a still photo could be it. It could be a, you know, a text um, narrative, um, just a written narrative. It could be the, it could be the tour guide, you know, um, uh, recording himself um, talking at that location and doing what they want to do. It could be a historical video, um, whatever it is that could tell the story of it. Um, and then also, um, so one way we've heard it described, um, I think it's a, it's an effective way of describing it is think of a Facebook post yep. on every Facebook post. You can do text, you can do pictures, you can do video, right. um, you can do an mm -hmm. audio file. I don't actually, I don't know if you can do an audio file on Facebook, but on ours, we can do audio files. So think yep. of each location as like a Facebook post. And then in addition on Facebook posts, you can get comments and you can get, you know, sub messages down below. So what we did as well is we made a journal feature. So when you're at that stop and you've just got this chapter of the story, um, like you like to describe it before, you can also then journal about it and express your feelings and how did that make you feel? Um, and you can document that, um, that thing. So also part of storytelling is listening, interpreting, and then telling. And, and then there become like, public comments, right? Everybody and, can see and it. Then, and then if you choose, your journal is private to you, but, oh, if, okay. you, but if you choose, hmm. when you write it at the end, we allow you to have a, a social media share. So Got then it. you can then share out just that, that snippet of your, of your journal. Otherwise, you come to your journal and you'll see your, your list will grow. Yep. Um, and so we have some communication. We have some interpretation. As you're listening to stories, you're also putting your feedback into it. You can share it out to your friends. You can keep it internal to you. Is, um, is the journal and, also visible to the tour creator? I mean, can it create like a dialogue between the tour taker and the creator? No, um, not at this time. I see. Um, and um, it's just internal to you. And then Got you it. can share it out to social media. I see. Um, we've also, you know, it, it, we've gotten some feedback that it would also be really cool to share it out to other people who might be on the same tour with me. Yeah. Um, and have that accidental dialogue um, right. with other people that are, that are there. Um, <laughs> at this time, we don't have that functionality. Got it. Um, well, you but, just started. Uh, so the product roadmap will definitely absorb that so, later on. So, so you know, things, <laughs> things to look forward to. But it, I mean, it's amazing with technology. Yeah. You know, it, once you create the infrastructure, all the additional mm -hmm. things that you could do. Yeah. Um, and one and thing, one thing, one thing you, you probably forgot to mention is that uh, those tours can actually be customized to walking and driving. And what I really liked about it is that, especially in the driving part, you can actually, since you can upload audio, you can create actually playlists of uh, the soundtrack that you are offering uh, the drivers as they go from one stop to the other, which is another layer of the storytelling that I thought it's almost like uh, you putting your tour takers uh, as actors in a, in a movie that you actually created. <laughs> yes. So, so as um, the way the structure works is mm -hmm. 
when you decide that you're going to electronically purchase a, a tour, um, it will then say, where's my current location? And it'll yep. give me directions to stop one. Right. And when you get to stop one, you will then be able to get all the content that, that you describe. Now, if somebody wants to ahead of time, see that content or play audio or yep. play video or play anything on the way there, then at that moment, they're able to do that. And then, you know, while they're getting the directions or yep. if they're being driven or they're just a passenger in the car being driven or things like that, you can do that. There is that flexibility to do that. Ahead. Yeah, that's so cool. I really like that feature. And then if you want to skip that stop just mm -hmm. because of you, because you've been there before or whatever, and you would choose to skip that stop, you can also go back and forth and, and go back, you know, bounce around the, the tour if you wish. Although storytelling oftentimes yeah. it needs to be sequential. Yep. Um, so we wouldn't recommend that, but, right. um, but, but <laughs> it, it, it offers that, it offers that flexibility to Got do that. Um, and so, cool. Um, so why don't you show us a few examples just to give people a sense, uh, this is obviously for people who's going to watch this uh, on YouTube, uh, for the folks uh, in podcast land, you know, we'll sure. try to be descriptive as possible. So let me pull up a video here. Um, and this is just a preview of what um, what our Shlomi, can you see the video? Yes. Okay. So this is what our app looks like. Um, it takes you in, it shows you your current location, and it'll show you tours that are around you that have been created around you. Mm -hmm. um, there's a filter button up there and you can do walking bicycle or car tours. Oh. Um, actually, let me, sorry, let me go back there. Um, so you can do, um, you can filter based on different interests. Correct. And then, um, so mobility would be car, um, mm -hmm. car, bicycle or, or foot. Um, yep. it could also be Segway. Segway, oh, I would wow. do a, bi a bicycle or, <laughs> Or roller rollerblades, if that's your your preferred mode of transport. Um, scooter, maybe. <laughs> uh, scoo scooter, <laughs> yeah. um, and then um, then we've got some age appropriate things. Mm -hmm. um, we've gotten a lot of um, families traveling right. who have young children and are looking for particular activities like that. Yeah. Um, in particular, children children traveling can't be part of a larger walking mm -hmm. tour groups. Well, and this is before COVID nineteen. Yep. Um, and, and, um, and so we've got some age things and then we've got here, um, categories where was this an architecture tour, art and culture, children's activities, cuisine and bar, fictional storytelling, history, literature, nightlife, hmm. or there's a, there was a last one there. It got cut off, um, yeah. which is a special category, which would be like ghost tours. Got um, it. Uh, and so you can filter down if you have a particular preference in there and there is that a, you know, abundance in your area. Um, you can filter down. Um, in this case, we're gonna do the murals of downtown Durham. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll show you, um, it'll give you a, a brief blog of what it is. It'll give you a preview of the stops that you're gonna go to. Yep. Um, and then you purchase it right there in the app. Um, all, all tours are $10. Mm -hmm. um, we think it's a very reasonable price. Um, and to keep it this whole thing sustainable and there's um, no membership and there's, a fees. and there's and there's a revenue share to the person who created the tour 
right. um, gets half of it and our platform gets half of it um, right. in order to keep everything sustainable, um, keep it moving. Yeah, and um, there's, there's no monthly fees or anything, right? It's, no monthly fees, no fee to sign up, no yep. fee to create a yep. tour, no fee for anything. It's only as tours yeah, are purchased, there's a revenue amazing. share. That's so um, cool. And then um, as, this, as this was moving here, you saw that we were at this current location and uh -huh. then it moved along and it's approaching, uh, it's approaching stop one. Um, and when you get to that particular stop, um, you'll find the content there at the bottom that in this case is just uh, pictures and text. Yeah, and then people at can the write stories. Is, and in the bottom here is your, your um, ability to add your journal entry. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and you can take a photo as part of your journal too and say, oh, wow. Here, here's where I was, here's where I was, here's hmm. my memory of being there. Um, it, it could be a selfie. It could be a selfie. Um, and it'll, it will, um, upload that. And then when it finishes, it'll say, um, do you want to share this? And oh. if you choose to share it, um, it will, um, it'll ask you on, do you want to send it on Facebook, on Facebook, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. um, and, or where you choose to want to share it. Um, and in this case, now we hit, next um to stop two and now it'll give you directions to the next stop to the next um, stop yeah and the next stop and the next stop oh. so um so that was that's an example a little bit of how the how the, the touring is working mm -hmm. yep um and then um and i think shlomi you, you asked me also to do an example of what a um an audio or a video would look like. yeah yeah just so we can get a good idea about you know the the different expressions to tell a story sure yeah so let's see here um can you see my yep. screen okay yes so this one is this one is a ghost tour um and this person made some ghost images <laughs> um and they use an audio file they use an audio file um and here's the yeah yeah I can hear it. So, um, so that's an example of what a, a um, of what uh, an audio file could look like. Um, what, one one thing I, I should add about the audio file, and you should probably Google Voyages, New York Times. They did a, a separate uh, special project uh, a few years ago where they basically created the what I call cross-media experience. Uh, it was the Sunday magazine that uh, was comprised of uh, images and each image has a, a link to a webpage. You go to the webpage and you would listen to the actually sounds that came from that place. So if it was a volcano, you hear like the volcano sound and there was a commentary. So I'm thinking you could probably replicate that. So let's say I'm doing a tour on, you know, Miami Beach and I want to communicate the experience there as if you're there. So you sometimes can do much more with less. So if you just record the actual sounds on the beach, on Miami Beach, and let people kind of build a story, the visual story in their heads. <laughs> so that's another idea. You can just use the images if you don't want to go, go videos. I mean, the possibilities are really limitless. So, so here's... 
here's an example of um, somebody who did a video file. Yep. Um, and this stop um, is at the Jumbin, uh, Jumpin Java coffee shop. Yep. All right, the first stop on our tour is Jumpin Java to get some coffee and get our day started the right way. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, we're actually doing the same thing as uh, I told you for Avenue 3 Miami. It's going to be chef uh, stories that we're going to interview the chef. What was their idea for starting the business? And then they're going to actually switch to telling a story behind a special dish just to create like emotional bond, as you said earlier, uh, with the story and with the place, especially now that restaurants are still struggling and opening up uh, gradually. So we thought that could be a great fit. Yeah, and it's it's amazing. Um, like I said, we once you create the platform, all the different ways that it can go, um, and all the and and just by having those four forms of storytelling, video, audio, pictures, and text. Yeah, really, you know what somebody chooses to want to do with it, what narrative, um, exactly, what connection to their community they know and they want to um, they want to pass along. Um, is is pretty fantastic um, yeah so we're, we're we're really excited to be able to do this um and there we've also gotten a question um i'll bring it up is that you know are these virtual tours meaning mm -hmm. i'm still sitting on my sofa right and, and i um and i can take these virtually um the short answer is yes if somebody chooses to want to do that they certainly can nothing holding them back from doing that um, but they really are intended to be in the field yeah. um, and going to, like I said, the, 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 the connection between people and place, the impact is just so much more when you are there right. doing it no, definitely. And, and connecting. Um, and so um, they really are, these are intended to be self-guided yeah. um, tours. And, and then the other um, advantage of tech as well is you can really get to some remote locations where a traditional mm -hmm. tour really wouldn't have gotten you to. No, um, definitely. And you know, taking a tour of downtown is easy. Taking a tour of South Beach is easy. But as soon as you start getting into the Redlands or yeah. or areas like Opalaka that might have a fascinating history, yeah, a tour the guide, school a, places. A, a, a tour guide, you know, it's hard for them to assemble people to then go out there and dealing with the logistics and yep. dealing with all that stuff where self-guided on your phone, you take it the tour your way, your time, yeah. um, really allows for storytelling to get to some remote areas, such as also in South Florida, we do not have a tour like this, but I've been wanting to do a tour like this for a while. Oh yeah. I'm hoping mm -hmm. somebody will create it, will be um, the Native American Trail oh. through South Florida um, and go everything from the Tequesta Indians in downtown all the way down to um, uh, Deering Bay. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, there are some great artifacts that have been done. And then a lot of the, the stuff is buried below the ground. So you mm. do need some kind of technology to be able to know what's down there, what you're looking at. Right. Um, and, and to be able to get a better idea um, along the Miami River um, there. And, and so throughout the, the South Florida, there's a number of Native American things that that story can just be told. And there's nobody organizing those trails yeah um, at the time and technology can be a great way to get there yeah so let's switch gears and now that we know a little bit about the app and how you can create stories uh, different uh, 
visual formats. Uh, what would you say was your toughest challenge of launching the platform and how you handled it? So um, <laughs> just like just like any tech, yeah. um, everything, <laughs> everything is easy until it's not easy. Right. Um, and so um, we've really, we've been at this for over a year now, mm -hmm. just, you know, putting the tech together um, and creating some of the challenges. Mm -hmm. um, a big part of the challenge, it has been dealing with Apple. Oh, really? Um, and and uh, I have I have a little uh, sore spot right now for Apple um, <laughs> that um, they labeled our app digital content, mm -hmm. and Apple is in the business of selling digital content themselves. Right. So um, they really put some very difficult restrictions on it, including mm. when when delaying payment and then taking a very large percentage of stuff. Oh. Um, from us, um, it's the stuff you're hearing on the national conversation going yeah. on right now. Yeah. Um, and if we were selling physical goods, it wouldn't have anything to do with it. But if we were, as soon as you get into digital content, they like to protect that for themselves. So um, I've had to have multiple payment processors, and I've had to create mm. a whole lot of infrastructure in the back end yeah. to accommodate Apple. Um, and that was extremely frustrating to me. Um, and that was, that was really hard. That set us back four to five months wow. um, Which, alone. Just like now you're probably the expert in how to get an app accepted on Apple. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, that's just an example of some yeah. of the tech struggles that we right. went through. Um, and, and that has been the hardest challenge. Mm. The, the pleasant surprise has really been getting our app in front of people mm -hmm. um in particular tour guides and storytellers yep and you know just um getting them getting them signed up has been a, an extreme pleasant surprise and we're, we're really loving the feedback that we've been getting yeah you um, said you have about uh, over 100 uh, tours right now right we've got over we've got over 100 tours created already mm -hmm. um and our map um goes we built on google maps so it exists everywhere in the united states um, yep. as of today um we have a deadline on monday that we're going to be opening up all of europe as awesome. well oh, that's um, so, cool. so really 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 excited by that yeah um, and so um so slowly you know moving along but tours can be created anywhere in the united states right now mm -hmm. um and and so you know like any new product um one challenge is getting the product built and the other challenge is getting the word out there that the project, that the product exists. Quick question. Can, can somebody in you, you know, outside the U S can create a, a tour in the U S or they need to be in the U S no. Um, so, um, the, the short answer is you can be anywhere and create a tour anywhere. Okay. Got it. Um, but, um, we have a, financial obligation mm -hmm. to our business model is that as tours are purchased for $10, mm -hmm. um, half of the revenue goes to the person who made the tour, half right. the revenue goes to our platform. So we have a financial obligation to pay people who, um, who create tours. Got it. Um, and with, with every country, there is mm -hmm. um, tax legal implications to all of that. Um, and so we use a company called Stripe for all of yep. our payment processors. Yep. 
and they have a reciprocal agreements in 27 countries. So you can register if you're in one of those 27 countries, which mm -hmm. are most of the major countries in the world, except outside of China. Um, China, you cannot register. Um, but um, if, so you're restrictions. Those, if you're in one of those 27 countries, mm -hmm. you can then go onto our platform and register. Um, and then from there, you can then create tours in any of the other countries that we've also opened Got up. It. So, um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, so you can, in essence, it's just, you need to be, you make sure you're part of the 27 countries. Correct. So there's some limitations on yeah. there. Um, the, the, yeah. the short answer is yes. The long answer yeah. is, it depends. <laughs> yeah. Another important question that uh, our audience is, uh, I'm sure, uh, very curious about since we are all uh, wearing the marketing hat. Do you see any a particular uh, how brands could use the platform uh, to, to create uh, branded tours that support their brand and in essence uh, give their customer base a new and richer experience? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great opportunity for anybody. Mm -hmm. um, so anybody who, who registers on our platform um, whether you're an individual or corporation, you get a landing page. Yep. Um, and you can put a little information, put a biography about you, put some links to your website and things like that, and then right. you can show all the tours that you've created. But, um, but beyond that is, you know, every brand has a connection to something. Mm -hmm. In particular, if you're a lifestyle. Yep. Um, and you would want to maybe do some tours that are connected to that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So if you are a Jeep brand and you wanted to do off-roading excursions, certainly those kinds of, of, of things could be possible in there. Yeah, um, remember Saturn Club used to have those uh, tours long ago. I don't know if they still have it. <laughs> and, and so um, also if you're a tour that has a long history in one, if you're a company that has a long history in one community, yeah. Um, and, and you, you thought that, you know, showing all the locations and showing the history of mm -hmm. where your first store was and where your first factory was and things like that, right. that could help you tell the story of your company. Mm -hmm. Um, then certainly there's, there's opportunity there. Yeah. But I, I think the larger opportunity really is in lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you're, um, a brand, um, that, offers a, you know, a hotel excursion and you wanted to show yep. additional, additional things to do in your community that are going to help brand your, you know, and help with the lifestyle you think of the patrons to your, to your, um, establishment. Yeah. I would also think, you know, influencers, you know, people that have already created a personal brand for themselves, you know, compared to Instagram where you can put images, videos, but there's no like logical story structure. It's, it's really random posting. If you create a, a story structure, you know, behind a specific tour that influencer want to bring their audience in, I think that's another great opportunity for individuals that are already have large following. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, Another question I, before we close is how can you, how can tour takers see a place say, through the eyes of tour creators and really give them something extra? What are the, your top three tips for tour creators that are going to really bring up the level of the experience? So if, I would say um, the three tips would be find an interesting narrative. Mm -hmm. um, 
I've been on walking tours where it's dry history. Yeah. And it's amazing how somebody wants to hear about this was built in 1936 and this did that. (laughs) But, oh, wait a second, Al Capone was here and he pulled out his gun and he shot somebody. All of a sudden, the story became interesting. Yeah, Um, you need to have conflict. So throw some conflicts to the story. (laughs) (laughs) So so all I would say is, you know, find interesting narratives. Um, Mm -hmm. That is the best. Second would be um, to be short and concise. Yep. Um, and in our world today of fast paced social media and short attention span, attention spans are minimal. So do the minimum it is to Mm -hmm. tell a story. Nobody anymore wants to read war and peace. Um, and so, you know, be short and succinct. Mm -hmm. Um, and then finally is this is part of our job, but also we need help is to make it easy. Um, and, and so if you're expecting somebody to walk, one and two miles between stops. That's not a, that's not a helpful tour. Um, and so um, we are making it easy to deliver the stories, but also, you know, do make sure that the the the, the content, the quality of the content, the, the geography really and everything yeah. is 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 easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we do that, we'll have a. You know, <clears throat> this is going to be fantastic. That's so cool. So thank you so much for your time today. You know, I've learned so much about, uh, you know, how you can mix geography and storytelling, you know, in a new way that I haven't thought about. And I really think that uh, this platform could have a fantastic uh, potential, both with individuals and brands. And lastly, how can our audience uh, best contact you if they have any questions? Sure. Um, Our website has a lot, a lot of information. Um, Mm -hmm. Builtstory.com. Um, yep. and, um, we've got, uh, places to leave us messages there. We've also got a lot of, uh, FAQs, things like that. You might be able to find, we've got, um, maps there where you can search, uh, tours that might be available in your area that like we've got mm-hmm. the links there to download our app. Um, but any particular question you might have, uh, send it to hello at builtstory.com. Um, and happy to get back to you as soon as possible. Um, and be able to answer any questions you might have. So really excited to be working with everybody and really excited to get this out there. And, and Shlomi, thank you so much for hosting me today. This was, this was fantastic. Awesome. No, that's a lot of fun on my end as well. So thank you, everybody. And I hope to see you here in the next episode of the Visual Storytelling Today podcast. Thank you. Visual Storytelling Today is recorded in Miami, Florida. The show is published exclusively by Visual Storytelling Institute. Learn more at visualstorytell.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on the iTunes Store. Until next time, don't let your big story wait to be told.